Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Clashing in Traffic. My name is Catfish. I appreciate you guys riding along with me today. So why don't y'all hop on in, buckle up. It is time to go play in some traffic. So let's let's visit and take some time to discuss what has happened this past week in the land of Clash of Clans and what we suspect is going to be coming up in the next week. We just finished up clan games. We got those all knocked out and done in... Uh, the Knights of Zion, we of course finished out and maxed out clan games rather quickly. My Town Hall 14 uh, finished that out. I was only able to claim one of the rewards from clan games, and that was one training potion. Everything else had to end up getting turned to gems because, you know, as those of us who are all sitting at max Town Hall 14 awaiting the next update, we really don't have any space for any additional magic items. So that is the only thing that I was able to get was that one training potion. Everything else goes to gems. Now, over in Eden's Edge, so that's our Town Hall 12 and above clan in the family, things went a little bit differently. It was the last night of clan games, and I get a ping on Discord saying that Eden's Edge needed some help. I don't know what the deal was over in Eden's Edge. Maybe it's maybe it's because Tribe left and took all of his accounts. Maybe he usually does clan games over there in EE. I'm not, I'm not sure. But we were short on finishing out clan games and maxing it there in Eden's Edge. Now, I didn't start clan games on anything except my Town Hall 14. I wanted to wait and see where all of my other attacks were going to be needed. So thankfully, I had my Town Hall 12 my Town Hall 10 and my Town Hall 9 that were available. And I took the three of those over to Eden's Edge and started knocking out some clan games. And Jeremy had done about the same thing. Jeremy has several accounts. He's got his 14 that's in Knights of Zion and then has a whole ton of accounts that are lower than that that usually sit in Eden's Edge. Uh, Jesse Spoker actually sent his three Town Hall 14s over at the last minute because he hadn't done any clan games on any of his accounts and said, you know what, let me hop on over and try to help things out. So we had Proverbs 31, Peacekeeper, Elton, and Chill Bill were the only ones in the clan who got to the 4,000 on any of their accounts. So the three of us, me, Jeremy, and Spoker, we hopped in uh, with multiple accounts and with just a few hours left to go in clan games, we were able to take us from being about 24,000 points shy of getting all of the maxed out clan games to finishing that out. So we were able to finish it in Eden's Edge. It made for a an interesting late night push with all of us trying to get things out, some of us falling asleep <laughs> while we were trying to do that. And uh, it, it all ended up, it, it all worked out for us in the end. So thank you to the guys that did that to help out Eden's Edge. Now, I was talking about being maxed out on my Town Hall 14 and waiting for the next update. And I want to give a shout out to, to Green Arrow, who finished out his last wall piece this past weekend i believe i saw him on discord saying that it was only going to cost him i believe the exact number was 8623 gems to finish his last wall piece and he said that that was totally worth it that using all of those gems just to get one wall done so that he could finally say he was max was totally worth it so uh, great job green arrow for finally getting there and and, and doing it in such style this past weekend. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He didn't spend that many gems. But speaking of him, uh, shout out to Green Arrow and to C-Note for hosting a great event, for organizing a great event that was over in the Crystal to Join server 
with the Coke versus Pepsi war. I won't spoil anything for you if you didn't tune in to Carl's stream for that and, and see how all that went. Uh, then I'm sure you'll hear a recap from it on their podcast, but I'm not going to spoil that. I will tell you, if you tuned in, then you would have seen an absolutely just epic attack that, that I was involved in. It was fantastic. It was an easy triple, and that was um, JR attacking my base. So, yeah, shout out to JR for just obliterating my base. Uh, Jesse, that means, but I need, I need a new war base, man. I know we've got a couple that are posted up that, uh, that was a, a custom build from Jesse and, uh, it, it worked well for me in CWL last month. And I think JR was only the third person to triple that base. So great job there, man, for obliterating me. I'm just happy that I got to be involved in a triple too bad at defense on the offensive side. You would have seen me going in there. And having a, an epic time fail, now, which, you know, I, I guess I've been hanging out with Big D a little bit too long and ended up with this time fail. Part of that was because I was not paying attention to details. We had to use an E-Drag in our army. Team Coke had to use one E-Drag in our army because that's apparently Green Arrow's favorite troop. Uh, Team Pepsi had to use a witch. That's what, what C-Notes troops were. And anything else in the army was was free. You know, we could choose whatever we wanted. So I thought I had an E-Drag in there. And you know how friendly wars, you got to go and set the friendly army and you can adjust things. And at the last second, I was like, let me make some changes to it. And I had made some adjustments. And I apparently added two E-Drags to my army, not one. So then I had, you know, an E-Drag's worth of space that was basically just wasted. And then at the end, it comes down to a time fail to where had I not had that E-Drag or... Even if I had planned for it, right? I hadn't planned for two E-Drags. If I had planned for it and put it in a better spot, then, then it may have turned out differently. Whatever. It's it's hindsight, right? We're just sitting here reviewing. I like to I like to review what my mistakes were in hopes that I'll remember that and not make the same mistakes in the future. Unfortunately, that's not really the way it, it usually happens. Usually, I end up repeating over and over and over again. So that's where we are at on that but congratulations to everybody that participated in that it was a fun time had by all now what other things do we have going on let's see uh we've had legend league challenges in a couple different servers and a couple different things that, that all ended the legend league season ended uh, right about the same time the clan games ended i thought i had an extra day but did not i need to again pay attention to details catfish come on now but anybody that's been doing the Legend League challenges, you guys know that the bot that we have been using to track those things has been on the fritz. It, it stopped working several days before the end of the season, which made tracking some of these challenges a little bit difficult. Now, we can still go back and look at everybody's profile and see where they finished in, in the previous season. But that's, you know, that's such a... A long process so my apologies to the clash files family i recommended that bot to you it's been working for us for months in some of the other servers that i'm doing these challenges in and then this this month it, it kind of crapped out so i know you guys uh, kind of scrambled to be able to figure out who won your challenge and and i think you've got it figured out i think we, we've got that going i know morgan said that he was chatting with uh, dl dl is a guy from uh, WHF who put together that bot. He's the, the guy that made the bot. He was chatting with him and they were working on trying to get it fixed. So hopefully that will be uh, fixed in the near future. Now, it kind of impacted some of the stuff that we have going on in Knights of Zion. Uh, in the middle of 
oh gee, this is March, so it would have been like middle of January. Big D put out a challenge and said whoever finished the highest in the March Legend League. He didn't do it for the end of the February Legend League. Um, I said January earlier. It was February when he put this out. It was the middle of the season, and he he didn't want to do it in the middle of the season. But he told us whoever finished in Knights of Zion with the highest trophies that he was going to have a prize for. Now, there was a little bit of controversy on how this ended. It's a little bit easier for those of us because it was all about Knights of Zion and our clan family. So all we need to do is look at the accounts that are within the family to see who ended with the highest trophies. It's not quite as difficult as what Morgan's trying to do over in, in CFF where there's multiple clans, multiple clan families, and way more people involved. Big D put out an announcement in the clan and said, sign up here. React to this message to sign up for the Legend League Challenge. Now, I had been pushing all month and trying. I'd been up near the top. Uh, at the end, I, I was several hundred trophies below where I needed to be to even be considered for this. And that's when I fell upon this Inferno Dragon army and just started wrecking bases. So I was, I was close, right? I was close to being up to the top. And there was a couple days where I finished at the top, a couple days where I finished in third. I was like, all right, you know what? This is working. We'll, we'll make this work. And I thought I had an extra day to do the challenge, and it wasn't until later that I realized, uh-oh, there wasn't an extra day, so I was you know, going to be stuck with whatever I had. My last attack of the Legend League season, I'm going in against a base that I had seen in, in previous attacks, and I had actually tripled that base uh, just the day prior. It was somebody using almost the exact same base as one that I tripled. They may have moved a couple little traps, but nothing major. It's like, all right, I got this. Do what I normally do, put my king and queen down to do their little the little suey thing, and then start my my couple loons and the inferno drags and get ready to send put down the warden and send the blimp through. All right, that's that's how I do it. And then you know tone the blimp. Couple, it's not a full on popcorn because I'm not using three or four clone spells. I'm only using two, and sometimes the first clone spell gets used to take out a single Inferno with just one balloon at the beginning of the raid, depending on what the value is. Regardless, I'm deploying the army like I normally do, and I go to send out one of my Coco Loons to tank for my Inferno Dragons. And instead of dropping the balloon, I accidentally tap on the Battle Blimp, and I send the Battle Blimp. <laughs> and I'm thinking... Oh, okay, so quickly I have to switch over to the Warden so I can get the Warden down and then try to hit the Warden's ability in time before that, that blimp gets destroyed. So I drop the Warden quickly, and then I also am trying to get down some, some of the Inferno Drags so that they can be at least take advantage of some of that Tome. And I drop the Warden, and Stinkin' Warden stepped away from the Battle Blimp and goes over towards the Heroes, which... It makes sense. That's what his AI is supposed to do. I dropped him close enough to the heroes where he was going to go over there. My fault. But that meant when I hit his tome, not only did I not cover, but just a couple of the Inferno Dragons, but I also missed the blimp. So I ended off my last attack of the season with a 93% one star, which... That's terrible. 93%. I could have been a triple, right? That la that little bit of, of, of value that was around the town hall would have been taken out by, you know, the, the clone balloons had they actually gotten to where they were supposed to get. So that could have been a triple. And then as the season ends, I noticed that I am 10 points behind Sir Pup and like 22 points behind 
Marshman. So Marshman finished highest. Sertello Pup finished in second place. I finished in third. Was it because I screwed up? Obviously, it's because I screwed up. I screwed up a lot of attacks last month. I could have had the opportunity to to not screw up on that last attack and maybe finish a little bit higher. If I would have gotten the triple on that attack, then I absolutely would have finished higher than Marshman. If I would have you know, gotten oh, a 99% two-star, then I think Marshman and I'm, if I'm remembering how the trophies work, we may have actually tied at the end on that one. But who's to say that if I would have done perfectly on that attack, that, that Marshman and Sir Pup would have also not done perfectly on their last attacks and finished a little bit higher than me there. Now, here is where the controversy gets in. We don't have the bot running now, so we have to do it the old school way. So I go back to the announcement, and I said, hey, Big D, bot's not, not running, so you're going to have to do it the old-fashioned way and look through each of the people who signed up and see where they finished. So, all right, let's start working on that. It's not really that long because there aren't that many people that, that signed up for it, right? And that's when we notice that neither Marshman nor Sir Pup actually reacted to the announcement for the signups. And Big D's like, no, if you don't follow the directions, that means you're not eligible, which put me in first place because of a technicality. Um, and Big D was actually planning on doing a prize of, you know, some gems. And Jesse said he was going to kick in some some money for this. So I hate to win on a technicality there. If we actually distribute the prizes, then we'll make sure that Sir Cello Pup and Marshman get, get compensated uh, a little bit, even if I have to do it out of my, my own pocket there. But, you know, as, as, a, as a leader in a, in, in a military organization, I can completely understand the, you know, hey, you've got to follow instructions and got to make sure you do it right. So, Knights, if you guys are here, when Big D, if and when Big D puts out the next Legend League Challenge... Make sure you're signing up. Make sure you react to that thing and get signed up so that you can be eligible for the prizes. Because there were only a few of us. There was a small handful of us that actually reacted to his announcement. And there were several more that were in contention or could have been in contention for finishing first and didn't because, well, they didn't react to a message on Discord. Which brings me to another thing. If your clan, like mine, does use Discord for a lot of communications... Make sure you're checking that thing. Uh, we, every year, every year, no, every month, the end of the month, we start doing our CWL signups. And every month, there are people who fail to actually sign up for CWL in Discord. And if that happens, you don't get put on a roster. I'm sorry, that's just the way it works. We need to know what's going on so we can make the rosters. And then you can get, you know, told which, uh, which clan you're going to. And, and, and inevitably, there's somebody at the, at the end of the month, or at the, at the beginning of the month then, when we go to spin, that says, oh yeah, I want to be in CWL. Well, I'm sorry. You didn't make the KOZ roster because you didn't sign up. And you can go over to, to Eden's Edge or one of the other clans, but you better do it quickly because we're getting ready to spin. And if we've already spun, well, you didn't get put on the roster. So, too bad. Sorry. Pay attention to those announcements, guys. If you are in the Knights of Zion or Eden's Edge, make sure that you are paying attention to those and getting to where you need to go and that you are getting there when you need to be there. I can't hold back the entire clan because somebody failed to read one of the announcements. So make sure you're getting there. Uh, our CWL sign-up for KOZ in Eden's Edge is going to end 
on the morning of Thursday, March 31st. When I wake up in the morning and see who has signed up, that's it. I've got an event right now going in our Discord server that tells you when the sign-up period is going to end. Once that's done, I'm going to make the roster. I'm going to put out an announcement to get to the clan you need to get to, and that's it. So make sure that you're signing up for those things. And I know that, that several other clan families have you know, some of the same issues. Some of the other podcasts have talked about those things, and I think we have all come to the same conclusion that, hey, we're just going to put out where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there. If you fail to sign up, sorry, it's not our fault. We'll try to accommodate you if we can, but we're not going to screw over somebody else who did read the instructions ahead of time. So get to where you're supposed to be, read those read those announcements, and do that. Now, that was that was how we finished our, our Legend League challenge with KOZ. The Legend League challenge with Jesse, with Spoker, uh, is on hold this month. He is, he's, Jesse is, not only is he a, a retired professional Clash of Clans player himself and, and still goes around and does a lot of event wars and does a lot of league stuff, he's also one of the managers now for Aphelion Esports for their Clash of Clans teams. So he's doing a lot of, of, of pro team management. He's not playing on the pro level. He's still participating in tournaments, but not necessarily the highest tier ones. He's the one managing teams. He's also helping us out in Knights of Zion. And the guy has a day job. He's, he's a, a chef that uh, is, I mean, you see some of the pictures that he posts of the food that he does, and it's just fantastic. And maybe one of these days when we have a meetup, we'll get Jesse to cook for us, except well, he's over in Europe, and most of us in the Knights of Zion are in the good old United States of America. So we'll have to foot quite a bill to bring Jesse over to cater our, our KOZ meetup at some point in the future. But with all that being said, he was extremely busy this month. Wasn't really able to put together a lot of what needed to go into doing his normal Legend League challenge. And the bot that we use for tracking that stuff died. So this month, he has said that he's just going to take the names of the participants that are in there, and he's going to do a draw and do a, a gold pass giveaway and a base build giveaway. So if you have participated in the past, look forward to that. Check his announcements in his server. He's got an announcement there because I've seen a lot of people that have been in the general chat who are asking, what's what's the troop for this month? What's the troop for this month? He's already announced. It's, it's canceled for this month. Hopefully next by the end of this month and on into next month, he'll be able to get back to hosting that event. It's been fun. I've enjoyed... Uh, well, I've enjoyed some of the event stuff. I've not necessarily enjoyed the troops that we've had to use, but it is kind of fun being forced to do some different things in Clash of Clans, you know, to help to help stave off the boredom, right? So those be looking forward to that. If you've got any questions, hook up uh, with Jesse in Discord. But don't, you know, don't bug him too much because you know, again, this month it has been canceled. Now here is. Here's something that <laughs> I told you last week that I had recorded an episode and then had to make changes because of some stuff that's going on with some events that I'm trying to plan. And this was something that I talked about the first time that I recorded last week's episode and then failed to mention it when I went back and re-recorded. Now this has to do with those of us who are at the max level. We have nothing left to upgrade. We have nothing to spend our gold, our elixir, and our dark elixir on. And we're getting towards the end of the month, the end of the end of the season, right? The, the the gold pass season. And let me pull this up here. I've been going at this for a month, right? 
well, almost a month. We still have a few days left in the Gold Pass season, right? How many days do we have left in the season? We have, oh man, I can't find it. We have two and a half days left. And if I go over to my perks section, I am still about three and a half million short of filling my season bank for gold because I have nothing on which to spend gold, right? So if your gold storage is full, when you go out and do a tax, you only add money, add money, you only add loot to the season bank when you are able to claim loot from a tax that you're doing. So if you are sitting full on your storages, you're not actually adding to your season bank. I did the same thing happened to me last month. I wasn't even close to filling my gold season bank last month. Now, ordinarily, as you're sitting at max level, that doesn't matter. Who cares about the season bank on a month when we don't have any upgrades or any any updates coming? Well, we're getting to the end of March, and I think we're going to have an update in April. I really do. So I want to fill that season bank as much as possible so that I have as much loot as possible when whatever next update hits. So here is what I found out. And something that I have been doing to try to fill up that gold. Everything else is everything else is full. The Dark Elixir and the Elixir are full. Because you have to boost the silly super troops, right? So that's 25,000 Dark Elixir. Which then I refill as I'm going out and doing raids. Goes into my That goes into the storage. And it also goes into the season bank. So And then I'm spending regular Elixir on troops every time I build an army. So that... I'm able to actually get loot from raids that goes into both the storage and the season bank. Gold, the only thing I can spend gold on right now is siege machines. And how many siege machines do you use per attack? You only use one. And sometimes you end up using the siege machine that you had donated to you. Well, I found a little workaround to this, guys. It's, it, it, it's working. I have added, I think, 10 million to my my season bank for gold since I started doing this. And I'm hoping that I'll be able to get that last little bit added to the season bank in the next couple days before, uh, before the season bank hits. And here's what it is that I'm doing. I train up a full six siege machines, right? I'll have all of them trained. If you start to train them and then cancel them from the training queue, you get 100% of your of, of the cost sent back to your storage. Now, if your storage is overfilled, so at the beginning of the month, like when you get that season bank and your storage is overfilled, if you build siege machines and then cancel them, it does not refund you. So you can get your 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 gold storage all the way down to so for us town all 14s that's the 20 million cap right that's that's how your store your storage is when we get that season bank it's it's sitting at you know what's what's the, what's the season bank it's 25 million so you can have 45 million gold sitting in your storage at the first of the month once the season bank hits well what i did was i i build six siege machines and then delete them that means i'm spending the money for the siege machines when i delete them I get the refund, but since the gold storage is full, nothing's going in there. So I was able to get my gold storage all the way back down to 20 million. Once you get there, 
if you build them in queue and then delete them from the queue, you get your full refund. Well, now what I'm doing is I build six siege machines. I wait for those siege machines to get built. Then I go into army and hit edit army and delete the three siege machines that are actually in the camps. If you delete them from the camps, you get no refund. They just disappear. So I delete three of them. I close that out, go back to the army, hit edit army again, and I delete two more so that I have one siege machine that I'm going to be using on that raid. Then I'll go into the, the army queue for the siege machines, build five of them. So now I have spent the 80,000 gold, 80,000, is that right? Yeah, 80,000 gold times five for those siege machines. And then that takes my gold storage below max so that I can then claim that I, when I go out and do my raids, I'm able to get that amount of loot put back into storage. And that same amount of gold gets put back into my season bank. So if you're one of these Town Hall 14s that's sitting max and you don't have your season bank filled up on gold, you can try this. Now that does mean that the, to get the most value out of that for going into your season bank, you can only do one raid at a time, right? I build six siege machines. I delete five of them. I do a raid. And then once that raid is done, I'll come back. I'll build my, my you know, full complement of six siege machines and wait until all six of those guys are done being built so that I can delete five of them and then go out and do a raid. It sounds tedious and it is, but it's the only way that I can ensure I'm going to have that 25 million gold sitting there just in case we do get an update in early April. I don't think we're going to have the update in early April. It's probably going to be a little bit later. Uh, last year, you know, we got the, the April fool's tweet about pets. And then I think it was a couple weeks later when we finally did start seeing sneak peeks for town hall 14, because I had made my bold prediction. We weren't going to see town hall 14 in April. And then supercell proved me wrong. We did see town hall 14 in April of 2021. So town hall 14 is almost a year old guys, which means we're not due for another town hall. Like we said last, last week, we're not due for another town hall for another six months. We'll see if it actually waits that long. Again, I think we're gonna see it in October, but who knows? Maybe they'll go early, maybe they'll go late. I know we've all been speculating about that on every single one of the podcasts for months because all of us who are Max have been just bored out of our skulls waiting for the new update, for the new content to come. So that that's my little tip on Max life, right? Max player life trying to fill up that season bank and it's yes it's tedious it's a pain but it's the only way that i know to ensure that i have as much as much loot as possible when the next update does hit all right now let's finish this out by talking about this event that i have going on that i've been trying to coordinate and I've got a little bit of details and I'm hoping that we'll be able to finish the rest of it out. I, I have the potential to have a very special guest come and join us for this event. It's, it's some, but something that would be fitting for, well, for the things that I've talked about on this channel or on this channel, on this podcast, ever since I started it, it would be fitting for the time of year and it would be fitting for just, you know, events and things that are going on. I'm hoping to get this special guest to join us. I don't know if that guest will actually join us for the war, if it'll be a guest on a podcast episode, but I am working on, on getting a very special guest to come on and join me. 
I, I had uh, maybe I may have dropped some hints, some Easter eggs, as it were, in the Discord servers over the past couple weeks. If you have paid attention, maybe you have seen some of these Easter eggs. And guys, that's what I'm going to call this event. We are going to do an Easter egg hunt. Now, Easter is Sunday, April 17th. I'm not going to have the Easter egg hunt actually be on, on Easter because there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be busy. But what we're going to try to do is I am going to steal a play out of the Crystal to Join playbook. And that seemed to work for them with their Coke versus Pepsi war. And what we're going to try to do is a friendly war with a 12-hour prep and a 24-hour war. So starting Friday morning, we're going to spin this war, and it's going to be have a 12-hour prep time so that the war actually starts Friday night. So for those folks who go off to Good Friday services at your church on Friday night, that's just fine. You've got all day to fill up your clan castles and make sure that your, your defensive base is set because friendly war is different than regular war. You have 12 hours to do that. And then you can go off to your Good Friday services and, and do those things. And that's, you know, talking East Coast time because that's that's where most of us are, are, are based. And then that night, Friday night, East Coast time in the United States is when the war will start and we'll have 24-hour period. So you've got all night Friday and then all day Saturday to get in your attack. So that, yes, people might have Easter plans on Saturday. If you do, then I'm sorry. Um, maybe we'll try to plan something different. But I didn't see any other events planned in any of the other podcast servers for this time. And I thought it was about time that I hosted one myself and tried to get this going on. So we're going to have an Easter egg hunt. 12-hour prep, 24-hour war. It'll be a friendly war. We'll get two teams going up. Uh, I'm going to do sign-ups in the, if you go to the Clash on the Potty Discord server, which uh, I always link in my show notes. It's linked in the, the podcast description. But head over there, look for the Easter event channel that I have in my section on that server, and drop your uh, your account name and, and let me know that you'd like to participate. Because we're trying to do a friendly war and get as many people as possible, you can have as many accounts as you want involved in it. We'll try to split things up uh, relatively evenly uh, once we get everybody signed up. So drop you know the, the account name, what its town hall level is in that event, and we will start working on getting the teams put together. I'll have those teams put together and announced probably... Oh, pod by the time the podcast that's going to be that should be released on Tuesday, April 12th, hopefully we'll be able to have those teams identified. So sign up there in the server and let us know that you want to participate. Now, how are we going to do the Easter egg hunt? Well, here's what we're going to do. You're going to pick one of your defensive clan castles and that one defensive clan castle is going to be the Easter egg. It cannot be the top base on your map. So whoever's number one, it cannot be number one on the map. It has to be somebody below number one. Pick that clan castle. It's going to be the Easter egg. What do you do with the Easter egg? Well, the Easter egg must be filled with all goblins. Don't care what level the goblins are. Has to be all regular goblins. Not sneaky gobs, regular gobs. So if you're a Town Hall 14, that you, if you pick a Town Hall 14 for your Easter egg, you must fill that sucker up with 45 regular goblins. Now, how do we do the hunt? Well, I said that it can't be number one on the map. That's because nobody, neither team, is allowed to attack the number one base on the map until the first team finds the Easter egg. So the first team to find the Easter egg, and we can look and see who found it first if by going to the war events, right? Watching the war events and seeing 
who actually found the Easter egg first. The clan who finds the Easter egg first and actually gets all of those goblins to come out of the CC has found the Easter egg. That team is the only team who was allowed to attack the number one base on the opposing side. So if you don't find the Easter egg first, you're going to have, your clan is going to have one base that's not hit. Which gives that other team a one, two, or three star advantage over you, right? Depending on how good they are. And it's going to be that top base on the map. So it, it should be a town all 14, which are difficult to three star. So it could only be a two star advantage, right? Unless you've got some really good heavy hitters that can triple a town hall 14. So that's going to be how we do this. We're going to, we're going to make sure though, that you actually confirm and have pulled all of those goblins out of the CC so that you know that that was actually the Easter egg. So for you air attackers, like myself, I've been going into an air and the army that I have been using recently, I try to destroy the CC before this, it actually pulls out any ground attacking troops because my heroes are going in and doing a suey. And if I, if, if air attacking troops come out, great, I got to deal with them. But if it's something like a hound and a ice golem, I want to destroy that clan castle before they come out so that they don't get in the way of the king, the queen, and the royal champion. Well, in this Easter egg hunt, you actually have to try to pull out the CC. And here's the thing, those gobs, they don't attack air troops, which means you're going to have to get some ground troops in there to pull that CC out. So that is how we're going to run this Easter egg hunt. The first team to find the Easter egg gets to attack at the top base. The other team doesn't get to attack the top base. And we'll see how that works out. It's, I just thought that was an interesting spin that we could put onto it. And I uh, this is the first event that I'm really hosting that I hope does a much better than the last thing that I tried to host. And that was, that was just a couple weeks ago. So if you're interested in participating in my Easter egg hunt, Hit me up on the Discord server, drop your town hall level and account names and whatnot so that we can make sure that we get the teams made and we will try to divvy those teams up relatively evenly. You know, if if somebody has an extra town hall 9 versus town hall 10, we'll have to make that work. We'll make it no dip for the first attack and we will then allow anything for the second attack uh, as we've done with, with many of the other events that have gone on. Uh, the past several weeks so there we go that is going to be the event that i am hosting make sure you hit me up on discord so that you can register and look forward to potentially having a special guest join us that will be well it will be fitting for an easter egg hunt let's just say that it will be fitting for an easter war and that's all i'm going to say that's all i'm going to say until i get things confirmed i've been been sending some emails and whatnot in the background and trying to hit some people up to 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 make this happen i want to uh, send a thank you out to the couple folks who have who've tried to help me make these contacts that i'm trying to make right now and i'll i'll share who all those people are that have helped me once we actually get the event finalized so i'm looking forward to that now what else what else what other events we have going on guys i didn't hear any of the podcasts talk about the galadon challenge did anybody complete that, the, the Galadon event that he had? It was like the Galadon Golem or whatever. Um, I think that was like one of the easiest of the event bases that I have seen in a long time. I literally spammed everything in the southern corner. Now, you had to do it in the right order, so maybe it wasn't literally spam everything because I started with 
a super wizard on each of the three eagle artilleries that were at the bottom spread them out so that they did damage evenly but you had to make sure that you didn't trigger the tornado traps because there were tornado traps right next to those eagle artilleries once the eagle artilleries were almost dead i dropped the golems then i dropped the king and the queen and the grand warden and then i did some bowlers and then i spread out the super bowlers and i made sure that <laughs> The warden was actually on ground the first couple times. He was on air, and that, that screwed it all up. But basically just let everything start pushing its way north. And then I dropped the stone slammer was the was the siege machine that was there. You had a bunch of freezes, so I dropped the stone slammer and the royal champion late. The stone slammer usually went towards the west. The royal champion would end up then veering off to the east. Use the freezes on all those scatter shots and infernos up the middle. Warden tome through the town hall. Double poison for what was coming out of the clan castle. And then just watch, because there was, I think he had a couple invisibility spells, so I'd use those to, to help the royal champion. Or if the queen went over to the to the east side, help the queen through some of the stuff up there. And it was that was basically it. I mean, you literally everything at the south, and then just watch for your spell placement and you just wreck that base. And I, I was able to knock that out on I think all of my accounts. Now this week. We have a couple new events that have popped up. So if you aren't one who checks the events tab regularly, please make sure you're going and doing that. I'll let you know which ones we have. We have one gem resource boost, so you can boost your collectors for one gem each for 24 hours. Uh, I'm not doing that on the Town Hall 14 because I don't need any you know, boost on those things. But on my Town Hall 12, I have that, I'm using that sucker uh, so that I can get some extra loot there. We have Hasty Balloons must use six balloon troops and win five attacks and then you get a builder potion we have the ice ice baby event back so you use must use six baby dragons and you get two training potions and we have a sneaky sneaky which is you must use one sneaky goblin win 10 attacks and you get a resource potion now resource potion within the next four and a half days is probably not going to come in handy for us max accounts other than turning into gems same with the builder potion uh, i do end up using my training potion so i'll make sure that i get that baby dragon event done but i will be finishing all of those other ones so that i can get the gems from it so those ex those expire in four and a half days so it's tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday where those are going to expire like saturday night sunday so make sure that you are getting those suckers done before then. Now, guys, uh, if you aren't listening to all of the other the Clash podcasts, I, I encourage you to go do so. Uh, the Clash Files family has two that they regularly put out, uh, Pineapples and Thorns and Married to Clash. Married to Clash actually put out an episode all about me this past week, right? I mean, the title of the episode was We Are All Fish. Um, so clearly, clearly that's about me because I am the catfish. And if you look at my, my Discord um status i guess i don't know what you call that but it says that i am the bigger fish simply because somebody in a discord server said that you know there's always a bigger fish and they were being a troll and had to get uh they had to get yeeted from a server so i said that i was the bigger fish and yeeted them no more trollage but that i just thought that was hilarious that i said i am the bigger fish so yeah anyway they, they were talking all about me of course because they said that we are all fish so thank you guys for that extra special shout out i truly truly appreciate it uh but hey i did listen to that they were talking about some of their favorite concerts and i think it was queen jjb was talking about going to a keith urban concert years ago 
and that that was one of her, one of her favorites and how great it was because little big town opened for them y'all she said that and i was like yes and and shouted something over to wifey we were out working in the backyard um planting some some flowers and, and taking care of things out there and that just brought back so many memories because she and i wifey and i went to that keith urban tour and we loved keith urban at the time i was a huge i love a whole ton of of music styles I, if you look at my my playlists on on apple music it's it's all over the map but i grew up uh my father listened to both types of music um country and western and that's what i grew up on so i was a huge country fan for many many years still love it and i i will die on the hill that 90s country is the best country so Keith Urban's going on tour. I bought tickets for, for the wifey for a present for something. And we went in and headed out to that concert, had great seats right down near the stage. And this band opens up for them and we just fell in love. And it was a little big town. I will, I will absolutely agree with them that that was such an amazing, amazing uh, tour. That was the first time I had really heard a little big town and they've gone on to do some great things. The harmonies that those guys have was just phenomenal so yeah i completely agree with you on that 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 keith urban concert keith urban's great love him but it was it was really i felt like little big town was the star of the show so i'll agree with uh, mary to clash on that one uh, make sure as far as other podcasts are our, our guys over at the reddit this that, that run the clash of clans reddit they do reddit talks clash about what is it once a month you guys do yours and or is it every other week and I'm looking forward to whenever the next one comes out. Rick, I've heard your shout-outs, bud. Thank you so much for those shout-outs. Uh, make sure you're checking out what Rick and the rest of the crew, the mods over there on Reddit Talks Clash have to say. I've really been enjoying their the way that they're doing their content and getting to, to, to do it live with the Reddit community, asking questions live in the subreddit. So go check out that subreddit and see what they have to offer uh clash living uh he came over and participated in the coke versus pepsi war he was on team coke so thanks to clash living for he's got a, a, a unique perspective among all of the other clash podcasts where he started at the very lowest level um and has been just going through all of his progression all the way up to where he is now on uh he's got a town hall nine and working through maxing out builder hall he's one of those one of those guys who has an account where he's maxing builder hall at every level and i can understand that because that's what i'm doing on one of my accounts also where i'm not rushing anything on that builder hall level and it is a pain in the butt it is not what i would i would suggest doing at all so if you're not one of those crazy dudes uh rush your builder hall rushing the builder hall is the only answer and unless you are just a glutton for punishment like me and, and clash living uh, Crystal Join, those guys have two podcasts also in that family. So the Crystal Join podcast and then the Only Clash podcast. Miss you guys, haven't heard from you for a bit. I know that the the Only Clash podcast has been busy. So can't wait for you guys to have a little bit of time in real life to actually sit down and record a new episode. Looking forward to hearing from you soon. And then we've got those podcasts that are a little bit on hiatus right now, and that being Clash Tips and Clash on the Potty. Uh, hopefully you guys will be back at it eventually at some point. If not, love being able to at least chat with you in Discord servers uh, throughout the community and can't wait to do that some more. All right, y'all. I think I think that's what we've got for this week. Uh, make sure that you come on over and drop your name in the Discord server if you'd like to sign up for my Easter egg hunt. 
check out the other Clash podcasts that are out there. Look for the events that they have coming up. I know that. So Clash Files Family has a Clone Wars event coming up in May. And I love, absolutely love what they have done with this event. I'm, I'm not going to spoil that. I'm going to make you go read their description of the event. So head over to the Clash File server and check out the event, the Clone Wars event, and see the cool and interesting thing that they have set up for how that war that friendly war is going to work. I cannot wait to participate in this, and we are absolutely, the Knights of Scion, we are absolutely stealing this idea for some future wars uh, because it's just one of those one of those things that goes right along with the way that, that Spoker is trying to get people to use interesting armies, and I can't wait to replicate this thing in, in our family also. So thank you guys for riding along with me, and I look forward to seeing who all is going to participate in this Easter egg hunt and if you've got any questions that you'd like for me to answer live on the podcast, make sure you drop them in the questions for catfish section of the Discord server. Until hopefully next week, hope that y'all are staying safe and having some fun while you're out there playing in traffic. Bye for now.